Hello, welcome my friends, welcome my food and mood friends, Shonda Zasta and Odyssey. Ooh, I have a swivel chair, I'm gonna start swiveling. <laughs> so today I want to talk about anxiety. Welcome, here is your hostess and coach, Chandra Zas, helping people make food and mood changes doable without missing out. Go ahead, high five that like button, subscribe and share while you're there. I have a couple, three very dear people in my life who are seriously suffering with anxiety. And so I've been chatting and talking with them and, and listening to them and hearing them. And so I really feel compelled to share a, to create a video podcast on anxiety. And I want to share a little bit about my backstory is that when I was a teenager, I was very depressed and really um, felt very trapped in my skin and that life was um, quite hard. And one of the things that I coach on in my with my clients and my coaching program is anxiety, stress and depression. And I've come to think about them and teach about them and treat them in a way that I use my my teacher's coaching tool, the model, where we have a circumstance, something happens in our life, a divorce, a breakup, a job loss, a to-do list, whatever it is. And then we have like a thought about it that creates our feelings. And sometimes like stress or depression or anxiety can go in the feeling line. Um, but what I find to be more common is that we have a feeling like sadness or worry or we have some kind of feeling, hard feeling that happens. And then from there, we do what is normal in our culture and we try to avoid or suppress or repress the emotion. And sometimes when we're trying to avoid our emotions, we're overeating or we're scrolling on Facebook or we're busying ourselves, or we're smoking or we're drinking alcohol or we're doing things to, to try to cope with and avoid the troublesome emotion because what we're taught in our culture is that like hard emotions are something to get rid of. And then, so we're doing something that harms our health and we're not feeling the feeling, we're not allowing ourselves to feel the grief, the worry, the whatever it is. And when we do that long enough, um, we create a state of, so the result is like a state of depression, a state of anxiety. And that's when it kind of becomes kind of chronic, always in the background and starts to really become a pretty hard thing to live with. Um, to live in a state of anxiety or a state of stress or state of depression is, it's hard. It's really, really hard. What happens is there's a disconnect from ourself. There's a... Um, like a lack of presence there's a uh, this this like low level buzz that's uh quite uncomfortable to to live with it makes it quite hard to function it makes it hard to take care of ourselves it makes it hard to be present with other people it makes it hard to be present with ourselves we start to get really in this like disconnected state and space and and you know obviously for health reasons it's not useful it's not helpful to be in this state 
and also just for our emotional well-being, for our ability to live life and enjoy this amazing miracle that we all have, it makes it quite difficult. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm in the Dead Sea floating in the water. Go ahead and like and share and follow so we can keep in touch. What I, so I wanted to offer you guys how I, this is you and, you know, one of the things that I really see with, especially like anxiety, what I'm seeing in my, my three really dear people who have anxiety is they're really hesitant to get help. They're really feeling like there's something wrong with themselves and they need to figure it out on their own before they can get help. And they really are, the biggest thing I really see is this like a bit, this belief that there's something wrong with me and I'm not doing it right. And so I wanna really like address that myth that or that kind of unconscious belief. Like it's really normal to, I mean, even I was watching a video last night on Netflix, How to Change Your Mind, really powerful video series. And it said that one in four people are suffering from a state of depression or anxiety. And so it's really common. It's really, really normal. The amount of antidepressants that people are on is really normal. Like it's kind of, it's more normal than it is not normal to have these problems. And so the way that I really like to help people out of this is first normalizing it and realize there's nothing wrong with you. Like our culture teaches us that these hard emotions, grief, anger, sadness are a problem and there's something to get rid of which is the first issue <laughs> and then we get stuck in these loops where we just have these like coping mechanisms that don't really help us actually like feel and allow our emotions so what most of us do is we try to avoid suppress and what i like to teach is like buffer so i try to like get rid of the feeling by distracting ourselves with something else drinking smoking eating whatever it is busy work over you know overdoing and so Instead of doing that, like when we feel a hard emotion, and this is the practice that I have used for 20 years now, and it has saved me it is, emotionally, it has totally saved me. And it's my biggest motivation for feeling my feelings because I do not want to feel depressed. It's really hard to live in a depressed state. So it's quite simple. It's what I do with my clients. It's one of the main things that I do with my clients and you can practice it right now at home where you're at but is actually just feeling your feelings. So emotions are simply physical vibrations. They're just energies in our body. And our brain is really scared of emotional pain. It's the way it's helped us survive is to avoid pain, even emotions. And so to know that your brain is wired to avoid it and suppress it, our culture supports it. Our culture supports not feeling our feelings. Our culture supports shopping instead or eating instead. Our parents tell us to suck it up, be strong. We get all these messages that to not feel our feelings, but the opposite is actually necessary to relieve and avoid to get out of that state of depression or anxiety. So to know that our, in our brain that an emotion is just a physical vibration and we do more harm to ourselves by not feeling it than we do towards actually feeling it. So part of it is like a brain management piece. Realize that this is an emotion. It's just a physical sensation like, like grief, you know, it's, it's heavy in the chest, anger, there's a intensity and a fire up the arms. And so there's different, different vibrations for different people, but there's some similarities, you know, like sadness is often felt in the heart. 
And so to know that it's just a physical vibration to tell your brain it's okay to feel this emotional pain and then to take your attention away from the stories and away from whatever's you know going on in your mind and focus your attention on the physical sensation in your body. And it takes one to two minutes. I know most of us think, oh, I don't have time to feel my feelings. We don't have time not to feel our feelings. Our feelings are like one of the most important things to take care of ourselves for our well-being and our enjoyment of life. So if your brain says, I don't have time, be like, wait, it only takes a minute or two. And just to go towards that feeling and feel it and breathe through it, notice the texture, the color, the size, the place in your body, and just bring your attention to it. Intentionally tell it that it's welcome in your body. It's okay to be here. You're just a physical vibration. You can't harm me. And breathe. Breathing is one of the best things to help us move emotions. So breathe, bring your attention to it for one to two minutes and notice that it will dissipate. Notice that that emotion will start to move through your body. Oftentimes there's another thing that comes up, especially people who are in states of depression or anxiety or stress. There's a resistance or there's a block or there's another layer that comes in where you where it's hard to feel the feeling because there's a resistance that comes up because we've most of us have created this pathway of, well, negative emotion arises, resist, suppress, avoid. So sometimes it's that resistance or that, you know, block that we need to feel first or we need to lean into first. Okay. Resistance. You're also just a feeling resistance. It's okay to be here. You're welcome to be here. Breathe through the resistance. And so whatever emotion arises, whether it's resistance or the sadness, just breathe through it. Spent, take your attention into the physical vibration and allow yourself to feel it. This practice is really relieving for getting out of states of depression, states of anxiety, and emotions come in waves. So it's not like it's a one-time thing. It's we're humans and we half of our time we have negative emotions. And so expect them to come back. They will come back. And just every time they come up, just lean back into feeling that feeling instead of going for the food or the smoking or the drinking or whatever it is that we normalize as a way to cope with our emotions. The other piece that I really want to offer here, and I'm going to make another video, which I'm really excited about, is the use of plant medicine. And when we there's this so this i watched this video series last night which i love that netflix has come out with this how to change the mind and it's four four videos so far and it talks about the use of mdma mushrooms acid and mescaline i believe is the fourth one and i feel like i'm, I'm like a little bit giving a some free info to the next video that i'm going to create but the the when we get into these neural pathways which is a lot of what's happening with depression and anxiety and states of states of states of stress is that we get used to respond like automatically reacting to emotions to life with this like neural pathway loop and so like this coaching work and this like thought management emotional management is really really useful to practice and sometimes we have these like ruts, these like neural pathways in our brains that are so deep and so like ingrained that it's as much as we practice, it's hard to really actually create that new neural pathway. And 
I feel like I've been a little bit hiding this part of my, my own journey and my own work, but is this like combination of doing this intentional work, doing these practices, and then also using plant medicines to help actually exponentiate the change of changing these neural pathways, changing these habits. And so I have some exciting stuff coming out in my program and in my business and in these videos talking about the combination of this work and how life-changing it can be. So to really combine mental management, allowing feelings, exactly what I talked about in this video, combined with medicinal journeys that help us create and solidify those neural pathways. Before I get going on that topic, I'm gonna to pause and you'll have to subscribe and follow me to hear the next video. And yeah, it is possible to change these states of depression, anxiety, and stress. And it's not your fault if this is what you're suffering from and to know that a lot of people are suffering from this, you're not alone, there's nothing wrong with you. And there are things you can do to really help yourself. There are things you can do to change these neural pathways, change your automatic response to suppressing and avoiding the feeling to, you know, getting into and living in these states of. So get help. It's really like one of the saddest things is that I feel like when we get too far down rabbit holes, like states of depression, anxiety, where you really are resistant, scared of getting help, scared of being vulnerable, scared of scared of feeling. And so if that's you, I really encourage you to get help. It's really important. We all need help. We all need help. I need help. I'm actually just about to go into my coaching call with my coach. We all need we need help. Need is also relative. All of our lives will be enhanced and the quality will increase if we allow ourselves to get help, if we allow ourselves to spend the beautiful luxury of looking into these parts of ourself and showing up different in our life and deepening our relationship with ourself and with our emotions and with our mind. It's, it is a bit of a luxury. It's not a need. We need food and water and shelter. And when we invest in ourselves at another level, it's definitely a luxury and it's such a game changer for quality of life. So if you're suffering from depression or anxiety or stress, I really, really recommend you to get help, whether it's with me or with anybody else, um, there is a way out. So let's take a deep breath together. Oh, so good, so good. Breathing is one of the best things to do. Walking is really good to do because it makes us breathe. We can't hold our breath when we're breathing. If you notice that you're feeling a state of, you're probably holding your breath. When we are holding our breath, it's a sign that we're not feeling our emotions. So one of the most useful things that we can all do to cope with our states of is to intentionally breathe. <sighs> okay, have a beautiful day and I will see you soon. Thank you very much.